friends and family of the multiverse. It is I, Ace Trainer Argent, proud to say, no, overjoyed to say, welcome to the Blur Bar season three with more sauce than a Big Mac. Coming with them bars so hot, they blow your cussing wig back. Big facts. Y'all thought we was done now. That's a real cat. Just last week, I heard your auntie say, girl, they did that. Hey. We winning, we fly wheeling and dealing. Got the culture, the cocktails, these takes hot, but we chilling. Go. Ace Trainer Argent, baby. But I am just one of the three... Oh, we got four we party got members. Four I didn't miscount it. I'm kicking in the door. Now I got to kick it over to the man beyond the beyonder. Has tea with the tribunal. Told Perpetua she was perpetrating a fog. Big damn talking to the people, man. How y'all doing? Uh, <laughs> I like that Perpetua bit. That was good. I did. I like that. That was wonderful. I don't even know if I need to do an intro. But... Uh, let me first start off by saying it's Big Dan. Big Dan. Rodan. Rodan. You know, a.k.a. that guy. <laughs> a.k.a. the Elastic Man. Stop. AKA, I don't know if that's going to stick it's my... New season. A.k.a. Pastor Dan. You mm. will see Pastor Dan in this season. Pastor Dan's good. The Elastic Man. A.k.a. Deacon Dan. That's Ooh. another one I get. Ooh. You wouldn't know it, okay. but, uh, you know, I'm here. I'm coming at you live from the 215. You're comic book connoisseur, you're Somalia of sci fi and superheroes. Here again to welcome you to a brand new season of Bird Bar. My bar flies. And I missed y'all. Baby. And we ain't even really going nowhere because we got BNR out there. So yeah, make we, sure know, you check we know that y'all out. been watching. But, we know y'all um, been watching, but I am never by myself. And before we get to Jayhawk, <laughs> I just have to shout out the fact that we have a fourth party member here, a special guest. Hey. Uh, Introduce yourself, sir. How you doing? Tell us, tell us your legend. Off the top, I don't really have a tagline yet. I'm Kent Roberts. I'm here (laughs) helping out because I love these guys. This this show is a good one. No, 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 no. Don't be modest. Now this is the master of the dungeons, the monarch (laughs) of the mimics, the The king of kaiju, the king of kaiju, kaiju Kent. Yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> John Jagruar. Jitu Jigger. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, uh, you, for thank on, you guys man. for having me on. It's yeah. it's an honor. I've been uh, a listener and uh, oh, and a, an active participant. Now yeah. an active mm-hmm. participant. Yeah. No. It, it it feels it feels good, and I'm just I'm, I'm touched that you had me on. So thank, thank you. you, thank you very much. That awesome. touch was consensual. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I was I was touched consensually. There we go. You are <laughs> But now to the Lord of the Shadows. Yo. Yo. What's up? Hello. I ain't got bars like Sterling at the moment, so I'm really sorry unless I go off the top. Hey. What's up? Hey. I'm sorry. If I go off the top. This is really intense. Nah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Just I don't kidding. like this. I don't like this. this. I don't like what this is going. I didn't sign up for. Nah. What's up? It's your boy. energy. I don't want that ever. It's your boy, Jayhawk. We in here. Yeah, I mean, at the Blur Bar. Come on in with some, you know, sips and sit with us. All that good stuff. Yeah. Would you like to pick your mic stand back up, idea? Nah, but no. that straight from the hand. Yeah, I mean. Okay. <laughs> All, All right. right. So welcome to the Blurred Bar. Gentlemen, we're going to just talk about, you know, just what's kidding. going on what in our uh, corners of the multiverse. Then we're going to jump right into our episode for tonight, which I will, Ooh. of course, let uh, Big Dan lead the charge on that. Okay. Um. Well, I mean... Last I talked to the the podcast portion of this, because hey. we said 
like I said, we're already doing BNR, um, which I'm sure which we've watching. we've now separated from the actual podcast itself. So make sure you guys go out and check that out. It's on Facebook and YouTube. Um, and let currently. me tell you, I love BNR because like I, I love seeing all your beautiful faces. But uh, the actual episodes are something special to me because I can listen to them on Spotify mm-hmm. and all the other podcatchers while I work. And I am a mail carrier, so like that's very important to get me through the day. <laughs> so. We are we are here for you. Happy to Thank help. You. And we you know the blurred bar. Uh, like I said, the BNR portion's videoed because it's more a little bit more dynamic, and so um, that's why it's currently not on Spotify or on Anchor or any other podcast listening platform that you're familiar with. Any anyway, um, yeah, I mean, Jayhawk got engaged. Congratulations! <laughs> Sitting next to you all night. Congratulations! That's true. Thank you. Um, I, I didn't uh, get a shout out like that. You know, I'm the, I just figured we catch up the, <laughs> like the I bar fight. You were gonna air my business <laughs> now like that. Didn't know this is almost live. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he can get it in post. He can always get it in post. Uh, I mean, you know, as you can see, we are at a new location. Um, this is just because life happens, and you know, Big Dan had to move. He don't own. He rents. Jeez, uh, that's also. I you know I got my uh, baby girl number two out here. Let's go, two month old baby girl. The Rodan clan continues to grow. Um, Sterling, what's going on, man? I uh, thank you for asking. Uh, I have new glasses. There we go. So that's the thing that happened in your life. That's the important they thing. Got a kid, you got glasses. Yeah. I mean, Josh got engaged, got Josh but got Sterling's engaged. like, I got these glasses though. You know what that means? Disposable income, which is something that planning a wedding and having a new kid doesn't allow. Mm. So I yeah. respect that. I'm proud I, of you for I that. I ain't say all that now. Don't say that. I got one song. Oh, he got like money. <laughs> he got money. He from Westchester. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Any Well, um, that's all I have to report. So. Big Dan, uh, what's what's the the spirit of the evening? What are we the talking topic about today? of the of whenever you listen to this? But the topic <laughs> at hand is the mantle of multiversal diversity. Oh. Uh, if that's not a five dollar title, I don't know what is. I think that's um, like fifteen. Might be. Um, and to really break it down, and so that way you know what we're getting into here, uh, we thought we'd come out swinging for this uh, season one. I mean, season three, episode one of really kind of addressing. A, even going a little bit deeper into what we've discussed about in other podcasts about, you know, colorism, race bending, um, sometimes the whole stick to of comic book publishers, manga, mm. diversity, uh, versus anime, tokenism. diversity, versity, inclusion. Yeah. Um, is it pandering? Uh, we really wanted to just kind of still unpackage that because I feel like that's a large portion of how we still you know, identify and whether or not are we being seen. Mm-hmm. Um, we we spend our money for these things, but are they like for us? Right? Mm-hmm. Are we being seen or are we being marketed to? Mm-hmm. Coming in he here, coming in here just here. I did my homework. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Said, fight back, fight back. <laughs> Let him get up. Let him get up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I figured I throw the first question out here. Um, do you think? when they use the multiverse um, and then give us say a popular name like Superman and make us, you know, make Superman Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, does that give him more power or less power when they use the, under the umbrella of multiverse theory? 
Mm-hmm. Now that's interesting because it depends on what you mean by power. Because a black kal is something I've thought about since I was a child. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he takes his power from the sun. You know, melanin should be a part of the equation, right? One so, would think. <laughs> you would think, right? Um, people. I personally love Calvinellos, the president Superman. I love Val Zod, uh, the black Superman of Earth 2. And when it comes to Kal-El, who is typically white in mainstream continuity, making him black, how should I feel about that? I, as a lifelong Superman fan, a, a black lifelong Superman fan, I don't feel like it's it's like a a cheat necessarily mm-hmm. um, but I don't think it'll ever be enough mm. I think I think it's good I like the representation that it would provide but I don't think and because I hear this a lot from other comic book fans um, and I, I talk to a lot of other comic book fans. We want to see new characters. We want to see. We want to see characters that were ours from the beginning, mm-hmm. um, be brought to the forefront, and they could be. Mm-hmm. But people choose these. These companies that market to us choose these reliable money makers: mm. Superman, Batman, Spider Man. Um, they pick these names because they know they will make money. Um, I would never choose to live in a world without Miles Morales, but they made him a Spider Man. Um, because Spider-Man makes money. Spider-Man does make money. Spider-Man will always make money. Spider-Man will always make money. That doesn't mean I don't want Miles Morales. I love Miles Morales. But he was a Spider-Man specifically. He wasn't a new character. Mm -hmm. He was a legacy character. (sighs) Alright, so I'm just going to jump in for a second. The argument that often was made by Stanley is that anyone can be Spider-Man. Which is a little bit different than, say, for instance, when you get a black Superman. That that wasn't that was never the vision, right? Mm-hmm. Stanley went in with the vision of Spider-Man, saying that anyone could be. It could have been anybody could have been bit by that spider. Mm-hmm. And so, for that, I do understand. While we got a Miles Morales out of it, he's under the mantle of Spider-Man because technically, anyone that has spider powers would be a Spider-Man, Spider-Woman. Spider, spider person, person. <laughs> uh, spider ham, if you <laughs> that happened. So um, <laughs> all those ham Americans out there, yeah, ham, all the ham Americans, um, Americans. <laughs> That's a thing. I don't know. This is Merkel. It is now. Uh, <laughs> but I do, you know, to your point, I do feel like it's a money move versus an actual like move of compassion to a demographic of your audience not even a move of passion a lack of content creation Mm. where you don't want to spend the time to make up a new character and put in new thoughts and new new storylines and do it well and do it well and and like like actually create a new identity we'll we'll think of some storyline and we'll slap it on this old legacy character and then it might stick around. It might not. But like, meh, you'll buy it anyway. So I, I understand that. And, and like, that's why. Do me a favor. Think of a character from the last 15 years of comic books. 
that has stuck around, that is neither a legacy nor a multiversal variant of a character. So, so by multiversal variant, I mean like Calvin Ellis Superman, Miles Morales Spider Man. Mm-hmm. When I say legacy, I mean Kamala Khan Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Think of a cat if you can think of a character that has stuck and become popular mm. in the last fifteen years and really sold books really as sold. a minority. Yeah, as a, as a, anyone even Ooh. like even anyone. So uh, my default was going to be Sentry because he came back at some point. I know he died at the end of Siege, but I think he came back at some point. Maybe mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. No, know. they face him in and out consistently. He He's doesn't been around. Yeah. That's my go-to comic book character who has sold. So, like, who has sold? So, I'll, I'll take who's who are characters I've heard about because I haven't been reading comics since like 2011. Okay. So, when I pop into Atomic City and see Chris, shout out to Chris, you hey, see him on the show. Uh, but uh, who are, who are the people that who what do I see? You know, when I walk mm-hmm. in, and I see people are buzzing about. You know, because like, I have a po- I have a point I'm making here. Please so go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm no, no. I'm, go go ahead. <laughs> Does Knuckles count? who is now black superman <laughs> i mean he is voiced by Idris, I but yeah so. i'm still wrapping my brain around that that's, that's gonna be interesting that's going to that be should difficult. be interesting i don't think it should be that difficult but because like the little white was the voice of sonic oh no no not though. racially at all no, no. um because it's Idris Elba. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's, that's, that, that's I have the personal. End. Are we keeping the accent? Or are we trying to make him? Not, yeah, I mean, like, is he a Philly boy again? Is no. Knuckles anyway. British? Is Knuckles the? What is it? The I mean, British Jamaican. Yeah, that's a, that's a tangent and a half. We can come back to cowboy Knuckles. <laughs> Multiverse theory, baby. <laughs> we'll come back to that one when Spice. that when that releases. Like your point. Yes, yes. Yes. but no, he had a question, so I think to answer it, you said a legacy character or not a le- legacy not character. Not a legacy character, nor multiverse. And consistently, and that consistently sells. selling books in the last fifteen years. Someone, a character that has become hot, a character that has become big that hasn't been a multiversal variant or a legacy character. They have to be a POC. No, they no, can be no. literally. They can be anybody. I mean, technically. Why the last man? No. They, the last those, that years, stopped. That's, that's an old comment. That's true. Damien? Um, no. Damien doesn't sell. Character. He doesn't. Yeah, the fourth Robin. Oh, sorry. Sixth. Fifth Robin. Fifth Robin. Wait, well, count if you can't carry sixth. But Stephanie Carrie, would Carrie be would be in the background because she's in the future. Technically, yeah, she's in the future. Okay, so in the future right. that doesn't exist anymore. Point being, anyway, he's another Robin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to answer your question, I mean, you, you, you got your same, you got your same people. It's yeah, no one. Yeah, exactly. It's and Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. New characters do not sell. The prison we live in is called capitalism, and it's whoever sells books, whoever sells movie tickets, is who the companies are going to push. And that is stifling to the creative process that will actively work against us getting those new uh, characters of color, those new black heroes. It will always work against that because the mo- motive is always to sell the most. And we'll always sell the most with these recognizable names, these franchises we can sell. What about Black Sands? Black Sands Black is very new. They're Yeah, they're yeah. moving though. The, as yeah. of, oh, they're moving Strongly, I was about to yeah, say shout out to Black Sands. Need mm-hmm. to support, right? And yeah. now you I, need to invest. Yeah. And I think <laughs> that's yeah. the bigger, the bigger issue of it's. To me, I feel like it's beyond capitalism in a way because those people like Black Sands aren't getting whether it be marketing or whatever. They're not getting the support mm-hmm. 
but like their stories are there. We're just not funding into them. Mm-hmm. Like we're not funneling well, into them. So th- there's a dilemma here. And I, I think uh, without really, I don't want to stray too far away from the topic, but at the same time, if you look at the way the business model is set up, right, you're going to stick with what you know based on the fact that, like, if you're still doing it, even in the sense that you're still doing it, like, comics print is dying, right? Mm. So why would I pay for a specific writer or a specific author or uh, illustrator to pen pencil a comic book that I know may only sell half of what it would have in 1995, mm. like, or, or 1965 or 1985? Like, you know, so now that it continues to decline, you won't see us in the major uh, publishing things because what everyone will buy issue one just to give it a shot, maybe mm-hmm. issue two, if the story's good enough, but then after time goes on, you're like, ah, just give me, just give me back my Spider-Man. Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and go back to my, People my like usual rely on what is safe. What brings mm-hmm. them comfort. Yep. Yeah. But like, what, like, what is it like? And we are very much straying from the actual topic, but it's right. like, what is that, that like, even if it's like the story is gripping or if it's a good enough story, um, children of blood and vengeance or blood, oh, blood and bone, bone. Blood, blood and bone. bone. I bought that and I bought the second book mm-hmm. and I know I, I'm pretty sure there's a third book coming out apparently, mm-hmm. but also she got, um, I think she got tapped for the author got tapped to like make a Netflix series or something of it. So hopefully, you know, get that Netflix money, get that bag. Um, But like, what is it that with a book, like even that's like a sleeper kind of a thing. Like it was big, like a couple of years ago. It it isn't, it definitely um, sort of that third party dark horse candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Through things like these, like these Netflix deals, I can hopefully get more exposure, but ultimately that is what it comes down to Mm. is making, Making the deals that get the most exposure is, mm. is you. We need to, we need to buy the comics. Mm-hmm. We need to show the support for the IP. Mm-hmm. I mean, and unfortunately, this is what it comes down to: is how we spend our money. But like, when we have what we want, like comics of black characters that mm-hmm. that are our heroes that we can like represent us and also. Um, show like the kind of stories we want to tell um we need to have to go in on those comics mm-hmm. we have to need to go in on those netflix series we have to go in all of them we have to support them mm-hmm. and because that's the system we are in we we, we, we need to sh- put vote with our dollar on those things yes yeah. also to that point i remember we talked about i think it was pandering or inclusion or something like that mm-hmm. where it was like we talked about, or let's just say the fact of dealing with black trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and how even now we're like, a lot of people are just tired or exhausted of black trauma and would rather not watch it. Un- I'd rather see Black Triumph, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. <laughs> you invited me on. <laughs> I'm only here because you invited me. Right. Um, but any, but um, with, with the black trauma... Are and this might be a shot at the creators. I don't know, but like, if your story includes black trauma in one way, that those are the stories that we relate to. But in another way, we don't want to we don't want to read them. But also, if it is a story of black triumph, like, are we at a point now that we can actually accept it and be like, this is awesome, this is cool, 
I'm going to put money into it. Or he's like, that would never happen. There, he got pulled over. He definitely would have got pulled over there's by a the dissonance, cops. And that's right? fascinating. Because, because <laughs> in the real world, we get both. Like we do. Yeah, yeah that's do. true. That's there's true. so much real defeat and trauma in the real world. And we're all familiar with that. That's true. But there is victory, too. And we, and we got to cling to that. I have a Superman tattoo. And that's because I believe in hope. You know? That S, that's not an S. Who, who, who brought it, it this guy? Yeah. Hope. Because, and, and, and you know, I won't, I won't, I won't accept all of this Superman propaganda. Okay. <laughs> as long as you're here, I will respect that you're a guest. Watch your mouth. That's all I'm going to say. Watch your mouth. We'll go, we'll go in on that later. He's like, point B. Hope. Point Shut B. up. <laughs> there is room for both. Right. I feel like. There is a part of us that needs to be expressed, and like when we criticize black trauma, it's it's an overabundance. It's it's a too much of that, but there is a point. There's a certain amount of that that we need because we identify with it, and we want to feel seen. We want our experience to be experienced by others so they know what we know. But there is a certain level where there can be too much because we deal with that in our real lives mm. and we want to feel the victory that we can feel mm. and powerful. it's there mm-hmm. it is there mm-hmm. so when we have heroes that rise above that that's what really speaks to us you can't really have victory without adversity that's right true. sure so it's just really about balancing how much suffering feels gratuitous Mm-hmm. to how much feels like an obstacle that we overcome. And we eventually always overcome. Okay. Uh, that's good to know. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's, it's funny that he says that because I want to kind of really bring it back. Yeah. But Please at the do. same time, <laughs> no, because like we can always go down these rabbit holes. But at the same time, I feel like these might be points we bring up again in the next podcast. Oh, yeah. And I'd rather bring Kim back so we can talk about it some more. Okay. You know, his S for hope kind of thing. And whatever. also Kaiju. Um, <laughs> if I could jump in, yeah. I'm an here. optimist and I like Godzilla. <laughs> hey, I like Godzilla too. Yeah, but um, kind of <laughs> bless your heart. Don't bless yeah. your heart, me. <laughs> can I can I speak words? Yeah. Thank speak you. Speak words. Um, I've kind spoken of enough words. Josh, you're not in the shot, by the way. Scoot, scoot in, buddy. Come on, bring it in. Come on, bring it in. Get this in post. Um, kind of to try to spin it back a little bit. I, I think there's no way that we can talk about comic industry there's no way we can talk about the manga industry there's no way we can talk about video games without talking about what drives it and unfortunately it is the red dust of capitalism mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh when there are certain things and i like your your point about the the dissonances between oh that never happened i think there are certain characters that we could see that we hold that distance like if you ask me when I think Captain America, when I think Superman, they're in the same vein of like, this is America. And I personally would never like think of America automatically as a black man, which is, which is fucked up. Like, I mean, that's, that's cussed up. Like, you know, I gotta, I gotta think about that. But, um, there, there's just that tie and they go into that with, um, Sam becoming Captain yeah, America. Yeah. Anyway, I think a lot of the conversation is also centered around the black Superman. I'm not Idris Elba. The black Superman I also. I would watch Idris Elba. <laughs> just for the record. Just so it's out just there. Like, I, I come from Krypton. <laughs> Blimey, I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would not watch a British Superman. 
That's where I draw the line. It's like Lois. <laughs> Kryptonite. Oi. Lois. <laughs> stab, stab, right, Lex Luthor. No, no. Eye blast. We need to, we, we gotta keep our friends across the pond. The blur bar also welcomes you. I don't want no smoke from Idris well, at well, all. Well, well. But, I, I, I'm really a quick. fan. I, mean, I, I, I love I just Idris. Wanna, but right, I, it needs to be known the blur bar does not discriminate against the British. No. But uh, uh, to your or point, because you, you said that and um, the problem is, right, is the sometimes the, the strategy is um, familiarity over function, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, like casting Idris Elba for Heimdall, mm-hmm. which is a Norse god, um, but what the MCU did was set up Asgard to be more of a very like diverse place than yeah. what it actually is, because technically Asgard would be the oh, white, you know, <laughs> for I mean, it would be white if you because oh, I mean, technically, descended from Earth, Norway, right? Mm. But, but that's space, but, that's, but there's space, Nor- it's but there's space, space Norway. it's space Norway. space Norway. So, you know, we know we're not out there in the cold, but it is what it is. <laughs> but, um, you know, and then there were certain other drops in there where they did Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson, um, but. My issue often is. We'll get it in post. You're right. What? What did you say? He just mm, that he said that, uh, uh, There was a vocal. He was talking about how much he loves his wife. I bet. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about how faithful I am to my beloved right. wife. Exactly. But my issue often That's is is when you see these characters on screen, they get depowered. Mm. Right. Or if That's you see true. if you see a a race bent character, next thing you know, they're not as strong as the original canon set up for unless you have people like Sam Wilson or, you know, Luke Cage um, who have kind of persisted through the ranks for certain things, mm-hmm. you know, who have lived through the, the traumatic experience of being once black exploitation, sweet Christmas, right. And, you know, jive baby, jive Turkey kind of type of talk. Um, but then when we see these characters on screen, you know, Zoe Zaldana as Gamora, like they're all like, Something feels lacking. But it's, wait, hold on, because I, I want to push back on that, push back on that a little bit because Gamora was still the number one assassin in was. word, in, in word. word. They were like, "Oh, she's the most dangerous woman in the universe." Oh, but because and you never she, see it, no, you feel, she still got smacked feel, up, man, in that prison. You seen it? I will say, you was there. I, I know y'all. Think it was. You was there. That Miles was the main character of Into the Spider Verse. By the way, the best Spider-Man movie. I don't He's not hear any debate. And also, um, not a fan Miles of Spider-Man Two. Was the main character. They could have made Peter Parker the main character. The main character of Into the Spider Verse, mm-hmm. but they made it Miles. He's also Miles super powered. Was yeah, he is super powered. He He's is. arguably more powerful. Yeah, I was about to that's Argu- I arguably. Say, I would say he is. But more yeah. powerful once than again, we saw him as an untrained version of. The miles that we know in the comic books, but with higher he, potential. But right. with with the roof with the ceiling being a little higher, um, at the same time, what like I said, we often see on first looks a depowered version or an underpowered version of these characters when they make them not white. That's fair. Whenever the mantle's passed, you know, Batwing. <laughs> I was literally thinking, is Bat it Batwing? Bat Bat right. No, not really. But you know, we don't have to we, talk about. We don't ever have to talk about Batwing, but we do here at the Blurred Bar because is it Batwing? Um, <laughs> it's never Batwing. <laughs> it's never Batwing. <laughs> Let's start season three. Just saying it. I want better for you. Batwing. 
We all do. I don't. Uh, I don't care. The Batman's Idris Elba. Look, I'm sorry, Dan. What were we saying? Multiverse, man. But oh, multiverse, man. right? So you or you see it happen with like the um ancient one, right? They didn't want to make she- they didn't oh. they did not want Oof. to do a Chinese stereotype, which we appreciate. Thank you. Don't do that. It's bad. But and yet. <laughs> but you didn't really do better. <laughs> Can we I, talk about the Mandarin? I was on my way there. I was okay. on my, I was okay, on my way sorry. there. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. The, the Mandarin, who is an, a legit character in the Marvel Universe, was then played by Ben Kingsley, who is a great actor. But, but. You, did, you didn't do what you did. You tried to avoid stereotype instead of apologizing for it and casting better. You went white. And which is, hey, sometimes you go into the audition room, you don't get the part, right? True. Yeah. yeah sometimes, yeah. you know, the casting director is like, we just don't. But you could have got Donnie in. But you, you just, you, you just got anyone. You just yeah. don't want to make the mistake of being, you know, creating a character, caricature, 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 caricature. that word, that word, that caricature. Word. caricature, caricature. Thank you. Couldn't get it out. Um, <laughs> I didn't say it right here. Yeah. But, um. So you avoid that so far that you go so far left that then you you come right back to making another mistake. Yeah, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, all right, well then. And where did that bring you? Right back to, exactly, <laughs> right? Because uh, Thanos, as they did, as they showed very well, could have been played by any deep voice, great, impactful actor, and they chose right for mm-hmm. that. Josh. I don't think that they chose right for Gamora, regardless of how much money she makes now from this role. Great. I didn't think Scarlett Johansson was a good uh, Natasha Romanoff. Mm. Like to this day, y'all just y'all just had a contract that y'all didn't really stick to, and then you know, <laughs> and, and he kept it going. So you know, oh, uh, do I feel like Anthony Mackie was the best choice for Sam Wilson? Maybe because honestly, Sam Wilson could have been played by any short-haired with any black man with a fade. Like I'm being any with a Caesar. I think he put in a lot of work. He's done. He's done better. That's what I'm saying. Like he got better because of this, but he stepped up. There was also people like Don Cheadle or Terrence Howard that got casted for Rhodey that I felt like you. You're right. There is Don Cheadle. You like? Come on, dog. Like, why do y'all do this to us? Mm. Like, because Don Cheadle comes in and literally makes the the Tyrese jokes of for the MCU. Like, honestly, they y'all mm, could have got Tyrese. They, they did not. Utilize Don Cheadle to the fullest extent. And I mean, but he making an we MCU know what money. Don Cheadle is capable of, and mm-hmm. they squandered him and, for years. And Rhodey is the conscience of Tony Stark, mm-hmm. which means you hear him all the time. Regardless of how you feel about it, you won't hear Rhodey in the back of Tony Stark's mind just being like, yo, be better. You know what's but, fascinating about that, too? Because in the original Demon in the Bottle storyline where... Rhodey came in for Tony because Tony exactly. was incapacitated by his addiction. Um, and Tony just came when he figured his situation out and he came back and he became Iron Man again. It was just like, all right, thanks. I'm Iron Man again. And he didn't leave like Rhodey with any. There was like, there was no, there was no gesture of like, you carried this torch for me. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you kept this alive. Like there was, there was nothing to, for Rhodey. For having 
everything he did. Yeah, I mean, like the man covered was, as an Avenger, like mm-hmm. he yeah. was out here doing world saving stuff. Yeah, but even then, like right now, the War Machine of the MCU does not do the same type of work that the War Machine of the comic books does. I mean, True. even the War Machine of the MCU. I mean, shoot, does he even exist? Pellets. I mean, like, his legs were broken. But and like, for like, can't walk no But like, for him, for especially with it being the Iron Man, if you think about the Iron Man trilogy, like just right. Iron Man, sure. Like, or that uh, Robert Downey is the most paid person in the MCU. Go ahead, sure. Okay. Sorry, in Hollywood, Hollywood. Right. Um, but the fact that War Machine doesn't even, I don't know, he's not there in the same way that. Scarlett Johansson is? No, mm-hmm. I think it's a problem that Peter Parker feels like more of Tony Stark's legacy than Rhodey mm. does. Rhodey should be Tony Stark's legacy and we give it to Peter Parker. I think they, I feel like that's a disservice to both. Because of the money. It's the money. It is the money. I mean, they the definitely... Money. Cake? Yeah, no, I feel like that's a disservice to both Peter and Rhodey. But they, they let... Spider-Man be Tony's legacy rather than who Iron Man's real legacy is. I mean, right. Iron that's, that's War Machine. That's that's Rhodey. Well, they're also they are also setting up with. They are also setting up Riri Williams. Yes, um, yes. Uh, so, it's like, but even then, my concern is that will she like will she actually meet the the true legacy of being Iron Man's protege? Isn't she um, supposed to be like a genius genius though? Like she's even smarter like, than him? Like she's she, still not considered smarter than him. But what she did was she did she built her Iron Man suit in a way that he could not. If I'm not like, mistaken. She's like the queen of AI. He's kinda like there. If I'm not mistaken, the uh canonically most intelligent, like highest IQ IQ character in the uh, Marvel Universe is Luna Lafayette. Yes, yes. it is. Uh, the current Moon Girl. Shout out to my goddaughter Avery. I love you, baby. <laughs> um, um, I call her Moon Girl. That's no word on when she will make her debut in the MCU, but I am bullish. So here's, here's why she dinosaur. won't. Here's why she won't. The Inhumans are now in the purview of MCU. Oh, well, and, and for good reason, because they were really gentrifying the mutant's place. In well, that MCU. that was also the intention because the you know money. Oh, wait. the money. They didn't have the, but they didn't have the uh, was it rights? Yeah, they didn't have the, at the time. They didn't have X Men's yeah. rights, so yeah. the Inhumans were going to be like, "Here's the replacement." Um, <laughs> Sorry, right? I they were they were like the little Caesars yeah. when you're like when you're like I want <laughs> pizza. Be that mean? No, they were like you know, they were like I brought pizza. Yeah, but it's like it's hot and ready. Yeah, but is, is it, it good? good? <laughs> it's hot. It's, it's and hot and ready. ready. And they they just took the box and they're like it's hot and ready. So if I could jump in here just for a little bit, um, just to touch on a couple of other points, right? Uh, mm. So what I feel when I think when I see these when I see the the future states and when I see the what mm. ifs and when I see the the, the Ooh, things the that, that uh mm-hmm. like what power does it have and I know we're beating it over the head of what did the money but like what power does the main continuity have because this is what's going to get the resources right this is what we're going to see more of and I think and correct me if I'm wrong I think Nubia still has her, her thing running still has her she's run. the yeah. queen of the Amazon. And um, what is it that, like, 
I guess, so I'm looking at myself here, like, right, why do I put this main continuity above, like, oh, man, that's a cool idea that I bet we'll never see again. But sometimes it loops back, right? Batman Beyond, at some point, didn't have a mag, did have a mag, you know? I was like, oh, I never thought I would see a Batman Beyond comic. I didn't, you know? I think the fan base is what drives continuity, right? Hmm. Like, you, you want continuity so bad because the fan base asked for it. Um, Miles and Spider-Man into the 616 made Marvel continuity because they were popular. Because of the fan base. and that, But that's that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to let you finish the point. Mean, yeah. But when your demographic is 80%, you know, what? And you know, 50% of that demographic is like incel hardcore fanboys who buy every pull list. Um, Sheesh. I'm being uh, big goof, <laughs> big, big goof, yeah. big goof. But it's the truth. Like you know, like don't I don't want Brown in my continuity. Like that's I'm um, being honest. Mm-hmm. You, you're like, yeah. oh, you put a little Miles Morales in my soup. I don't want that. So you know, the now they're fine with it because it is what it is. But at the same time, they won't buy that comic. They'll continue mm. to buy Amazing Spider Man's or um, you know Detective Superior. Comics or Batman or Batman Inc. Why would you do this? But it is what it is. Um, <laughs> And so, because of that, like you have the Nubias, mm-hmm. and you have you have Calvin you Owens. do have the publishers trying, right? Like we, they do try. Camilla Khan's still out mm-hmm. here selling issues, and they ha- they don't disrupt her run largely because I feel like they would get flack once the you know the fringes of your fan base find out that you like continue to mute brown people, mm-hmm. then you're like, we don't want that smoke, so. That's not in 2021. Not in 2021, <laughs> especially when everybody's at home and can do, you know pretty much ruin your company from Twitter. Right? <laughs> so, um, but at the same time, that they're, they're just like, we'll keep it going, but we can't really keep directing resources to this. <laughs> We're also not going to promote it hard, right? <laughs> so, you know, to answer that question, it's I think it's really about while we keep saying the money, it's often about the fan base, right? Because even if we, let's say we jump over to like anime, right? Okay. Anime will tell you that these are just characters. The color doesn't often matter, right? Like the, you're normally not having, you're not normally having an argument about race in anime, especially shonen's like, until you, until you are black. I'm sorry. Don't don't do that, dude. That was last. That was like two seasons ago. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Alicia Cobb would like to know your location. (laughs) But I'm just saying he was. But you know, anime is like you know, anime doesn't really. The color is more so for just design factor versus actual function. Unless it's tied into the case. So I think here's where we're going to find the overlap, right? And this is the point that I wanted to make, Mm. Um, because we're talking about like okay, the fan base. And is it actually the fan base? It's a question of who is the fan base. And unfortunately... Who's recognized as the fan base. Who is who is the, this perceived fan base? And then once again, we're beating it over the head, but it's the ones with pay and the monies. And then it becomes very interesting when we look at it in the scope of anime because like... I don't, like comic books is like okay who's buying the comic books well the anime I don't even is it DVD sales is it subscription sales is it like I don't even know all I'm, going, I'm going oh thank you I'm going to have to research that but anyway this overlap of like perceived like who's the loudest that they have they either have do they write things because they fear people do they write things because they want this to be promoted do they write things because like they want people to pay for this because it's a oh it's an overarching thing when people are like oh you like anime and that with the school girls and the titties and it's like no dude it's, it's, it's moving work you gotta like watch Howl's moving castle 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hentai is art. I get it. <laughs> I almost want to say y'all have a blessed night, but we, I know we haven't wrapped up this podcast, yeah, no, but no, I wanted no, to say no. it so bad. My point being, I think the, I think we're, of course, we're going to come back to the, you know, black people in anime and representation. Blurbar. So, I, my goodness, my whole point was the, the perceived group of who are they writing for and like, what are they promoting and why, you know, like looking at the example of like Jujutsu Kaisen, right? Amazing mm. writing and not, not a black person we've seen in it. Panda's black. Oh yeah. No, no. He's also white. He's but also he is white. white. I don't, that's not He's my, also a bear. That's not my actual opinion. Nah. But <laughs> I like, I'd prefer to talk about the village hidden in the clouds. Darui. Why wasn't Darui in the series from the beginning? Why wasn't Darui in the Chunin exams in Naruto? Uh, Where well, was he the whole time? If 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 Kishimoto had had Darui in his back pocket the whole time, why couldn't we have met him in the Chunin exams? If Kishimoto could write women, why did why would okay, we have okay. Naruto? <laughs> Let's not even start Kishimoto's inability anyway, to write women. That's not where we are. We're talking about the multiverse. We're talking about sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. taking. Uh, main legacy character, the money makers, right? And then Superman, seeing them Spider-Man. off as other characters and why that's less than, I feel it's less than because they're not still getting Here, Here's what I'm going to say. I think it ties in with um, the anime aspect as well as uh, people of color and how the West does things. Yeah. With capitalism and all that good stuff. Um, money. The issue is America cannot close the book. They mm. can't be like, all right, that was Batman's story. It's over. It's done with. Let's put it away. Why can't they do that? Money, They're legacy perceived. character, you know, all the good stuff. I would make but, a counter argument really hold quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 go ahead. Hold on, hold on, I just hold on, want to say, I want to say hold that hold before you tie you're that going to, You're going to make a I have a counter argument. That's all I wanted to say. And I think because <laughs> I think because they can't do it, we can't give the space to think? new stories of people of color. Because I think in this day and age, we would be we are very primed and ready for uh, people of color to enter new spaces. And I think Marvel and DC know that, and that's why we're getting these one-offs, unfortunately. I mean, Future um, State was a whole thing, right? Stop now, it, but now, how many of us are borrowing? Milestone Returns? Nobody. Icon. I would like to. Mm-hmm. I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to. If we if we support these, and again, I don't enjoy the fact that, that we are here, but if you vote with your dollar mm-hmm. and buy the comics, such as Milestone Returns, Static Season 1... You will, they will put more money, they will put more effort towards these characters that are not legacy characters, mm. that are not multiversal variants, mm-hmm. that are original characters of color. You hit nothing. Sorry, but also, sorry. That are original characters. Naomi. Naomi's uh, getting the whole TV Naomi, show. who not only had her own comic, now not only appears in Justice League, but also is getting her own CW series. DC's pushing that's where hearts. that's where black folks go to die. Don't that, okay, don't okay, get okay, me okay, started okay. on that. CW is not great. I'm just saying <laughs> it's that is they're, that's where black character black comic book characters her, go to die. The point is they're pushing her hard, right? Yeah. In the ways that they know how to. 
I'm not saying it's a perfect technique. They are pushing her off a cliff. They're doing what they know to push her hard. Off a cliff. Are we buying her comic? The big question. Off are a we cliff. doing are we doing what we can to show that we are interested in this character? In the idea mm. of characters that aren't legacy, that aren't multiversal variants, mm-hmm. that are just black characters. So the true villain is but you guys. No, I'm kidding. Uh, true villain is Captain. <laughs> But right. is it also like, is her story good, right? Because that's a that's a question that raised in Black AF, yeah. where it's like, all right, do I just like this because it has a black character, or is the story actually good? And if the story's not good, I'm sorry, nah, like I'm gonna go to Jujutsu Kaisen. Be like, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I think it is our it's definitely our responsibility as consumers of the things we enjoy, and especially as black consumers, like we have to call out when stuff ain't good, <laughs> you know? True. Um, it's, 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 it's like faking it. Don't do no, nobody, no, no good for nobody. Right. Um, in that case, I'm sorry, big Dan, you had a counter. No, 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 no. I, I wasn't going to let you finish. Your no, point. No, I, that's I was, I was literally going to wait. Mm-hmm. I was, I was like, sometimes I just, you know, sometimes I keep going. So I, I wanted to wait and actually hear what we be said. <sighs> but, um, so one really quick, the first thing I wanted to say to Josh's point, you know, why doesn't America sometimes let go of these, you know, characters, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, they're money makers. At the same time, what I've found often is a true pride of Americanism, which is, I believe, a religion that no one talks about, but Americanism it is, is what it is. Um, you, we often, I say we because I unfortunately have to say I'm American. That's just the reality of it. <laughs> Otherwise, otherwise they'll be like be up in this right, <laughs> or they'd be like you know, <laughs> run, go back to your own country, and I'm like, you brought me here anyway. So, <laughs> all right, um, catch you guys on the next. <laughs> but maybe um, not. right, maybe not. Dan's going to be staying somewhere place else where he's been paying taxes. <laughs> so, for. Kent, you're staying, um, staying hey, permanent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel great being the lights being here at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Please get. Are we getting that in post nope. or not? That's, no, that's no, no, in there. No. Um, so we said what we said. Not yeah. You house purple. Is <laughs> house purple. <laughs> we got to wrap this up, man. We got to wrap no, this up. It's going really on Do you guys so, know that there, um, in the Silver Age, was a continent on Krypton of super intelligent black people? That's what they wrote. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. remember that. I remember yeah. reading that. That was a thing. So cringy. Yeah. Can't go it back. Hurt. Can't go back, though. No. Remember when they made Lois black accidentally? I do remember that. Whew, she, she woke up as a black woman and was like, I don't like this. They did sci-fi cultural tourism. Yeah. Uh, but really quick, <laughs> to answer Josh's question with my counterpoint, uh, America, America doesn't know how to let go of a story. No. Even when it's something they made up. You know, Texas. Thomas Jefferson, founding father, a great guy. Slaves? What? George no. Washington? Daddy of our country, you know. Jeez. So you're, you're trying slaves? To see the what? Eighty years later. The, so that here's my thing, right? Like it's tying it into CRT. <laughs> Ooh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But if you like look at like Superman and Batman, like these are now like fundamental staples of America. Mm-hmm. Like you don't go and wow. change the color of who these people are. You're not allowed. Do not touch. They if they die, we'll bring them back. That's like mm-hmm. George Washington being black or a person of color. Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's the problem is sometimes we America doesn't want to change a narrative because it it it's paying bills. And so 
you don't want to pass the mantle of bigger than it's paying bills. It's it's paying into feelings. Paying into feelings like it generates this mythos of uh that's larger than life, right? Like no one needs another Batman movie, but we keep getting them. Now here's the thing. Sometimes you can leave the market. Sometimes you can leave America by a leash a little bit. You can you can drag it kicking and screaming. I feel like there are a lot of people that weren't ready for Miles Morales and then we made them ready by exposing them to Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can lead by example. Mm-hmm. You can push forward a black Kal-El mm-hmm. and then it works. It sticks. It lands. So then you whose can do fault that. is that, though? Well, because see, I, I remember you saying, like, vote with your dollars, which is yes, true. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. At the same time, the people who are creating, like... Show that you care by actually giving us a prominent black character. Exactly. The creatives like, need to be part of this equation, too. Right. Yes. The creatives need to understand what the market is, the demographic is, and how many of us are like consumed. How many of us, you know, want to see ourselves in the cape? In the, you know, we, we, we want to feel represented by things we're passionate about. Um, if... What we are trying to consume understands what the market is. Like, if we know that, if we let them know that the world's ready for a black Kellogg, a black Peter Parker, a black Spider-Man, Superman, whatever. Or a new black person. Or a new black person. We're ready. We are ready. We need to make them aware. We need to be them. Or redirect our dollars to where those stories are already being told. Or redirect our dollars to where the stories are told. Buy those comics. Buy Virgil Hawkins. Buy, buy, buy Static. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Pay in a Static. Pay in a Black Lightning. Pay in a... Black Stands. Black Sands. Yeah. Black Sands. Pay in all of it. Yeah. Show them what you want to see and they will respond. Or they won't and we can just make our own stories. We'll force them to or we'll do it ourselves. Okay, all right. So... <laughs> Seize the means of production. Sorry. <laughs> We're starting we a revolution. Right. <laughs> we reached um, the end of the episode. <laughs> but really quick, we are not, you know, obviously we're saying something that has been said before, but we we are a part of this community. And I think it's important that um, even with this first episode of the season, that it's understood that we're we're not stopping. Like if we if we have an issue, you know, we're gonna talk about it. If if it's light and fun for an episode, then great. But don't forget to like, don't forget to comment, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to tell somebody else about this because, you know, yeah. I mean, if you one day, maybe, you know, me and Josh are working on a story. Maybe me and Sterling are working on a story and maybe it's good enough that you buy it. Who knows? But if you ain't paying our bills, we can't help you with these stories. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Y'all have a blessed night. Prison we live in is called.